Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Everybody, welcome Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Glad you're here. If you go to realestateinvestingmastery.com, we got some cool things to share with you on that site. We have our Fast Cash Survival Kit. You got to check that out. Um, I'm excited about this show. We've got a gentleman named Matt Andrews that we're going to talk to, and uh, we've interviewed him before. We'll talk about that in a second here. But Alex, how are you, my man? I'm good. I'm good. How about yourself? You sound really good. Your mic. Sounds like, Can you believe it? No, I'm still like in shock. <laughs> All these years, you've had the worst, crappiest mic ever, and people still wow. listen to us. Yeah, that that goes that <laughs> says something. It just it must be it must be your co-host that brings them it, back. It probably is. It probably is. <laughs> just kidding. I wanted to ask you about how's your house going? Your new really, house. really well. We're really excited this week. We started the trim. Yeah. So. It's really starting to uh, take shape. We've got a really good carpenter. He's putting a whole bunch of built-ins in there, doing some really nice uh, trim and wainscoting and all these kind of cool things that really start to make it uh, look like a place where you can live. So it's it's really awesome to watch it uh, transform. Now, last we talked, you were telling me a little bit about your kitchen, and I don't know how much you want to share <laughs> what, oh, oh, what about appliances? Yeah, and how much money oh. you were spending on your kitchen? Oh, my. maybe you shouldn't share it. We don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, well, it's interesting. I mean, because you know, while we do this, uh, a whole shopping for for house materials and appliances and all this stuff, I'm always in the mindset. You know, I don't pay retail, right? So it's it's kind of hard. To play that game when you're dealing mm-hmm. with appliances because you don't want to buy used appliances, right. you know that. So and when your wife is selecting the things, right? Well, actually, I've been having more of a say in it than she has. I've been I I've been really really researching stuff and 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 looking at the different brands and seeing what what the advantages are. And all these different brands have different uh, what you would call it. Um, promos going on so for instance thermidor i don't know if you ever heard of thermidor it's the high end of bosch um they do a one a, something called a one two free event you're welcome thermidor we just gave them a plenty of uh <laughs> free advertising there yeah, right? yeah but they do a one two free event so if you buy their built-in refrigerator you get the hood vent that goes over the uh, the sto- the um, cooktop or your your range, um, and if you buy the double ovens, then you get what is it? I think it's like a free micro, oh no, a free dishwasher or something like that, which saves two three thousand dollars, right? But there's also a Sears by me that's going out of business, completely out of business, and they've got Gen Air appliances listed for uh, half off pricing so it's hard it's hard to try to combine them and try to mishmash them and all that stuff and you know then you got to try to figure out shipping and how you're going to get it to the house and uh, yeah it's 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 a big it's a big crazy mess if you uh if you get all down into it but i think i've found the way we're going to go with it and uh, we're excited you know the the the, the it's going to be really beautiful with the cabinets and the appliances and all the trim and everything like that i'll, I'll send you some pictures good for you man <laughs> that's awesome 
Yeah. <clears throat> well, let's jump in with Matt. Matt, how are you, my man? Doing good, doing good. Happy to be here, guys. You know, we interviewed you back in early, mid-2013, and uh, we talked about how to flip properties like a ninja. We did it actually in two parts, and um, it was back episode 53 and 56. So if everybody, right. you, if you're listening to this, you need to go back and check that out. Um, really good episodes with with Matt, and we talked about how he's flipping properties virtually from uh, all over the country. And, and one of the things we want to talk with you about, Matt, is you know this whole virtual business lifestyle, right? Uh, having a, a business that fits your lifestyle, not trying to make your lifestyle fit in around your business. Is that right? Absolutely. You know, I mean, and it just seems to be the way we're taught and many times the way a lot of us are raised, you just kind of fit in with the way things have been done before, you yeah. know, and, and as entrepreneurs, our main skill is that we don't accept the world as it's presented to us. We don't accept normal businesses as they're presented to us. We can actually affect change and, and we can make those businesses fit our lifestyles. So it's, it's really about us figuring out what kind of life we want to live and then finding the businesses and running them in ways that, that we can do that. And that's, for me, that's what it's all about. It's really all about freedom. I love that. <clears throat> and that's something that I think Alex and I, I would say for me at least, I take that for granted. Um, I'm just oh, so no, used- man. Uh, it's, it's awesome. I mean, yeah. you know, I could go to my kids' school events. Uh, you know, and people kind of look at you like, uh, don't you have a job? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you doing here? Or I'm, I'm in the middle of the new construction, you know, um, I'm standing there watching everybody doing what they're doing. And there again, everybody's looking at me like, how can you just stand here? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Don't you have a job? <laughs> well, I yeah. want to get a shirt that says uh, unemployable. I am unemployable. Absolutely, absolutely, that's, and that and that and that what it's all about, guys. It's about to. It's about prioritizing what's really important in our lives and spending that time appropriately. You know, I mean, very few people uh, that we know uh, in the regular working world would ever say, you know, business is the most important thing to me. I love it more than my family. Uh, you know, it's it's eighty percent the most important thing to me, so I spend eighty percent of my time there. You know, nobody would say that. Yet the time most people spend is, you know, representative of that, you know, but where would they really want to be spending their time with their families, doing the things they love, Alex at their kids, sporting events and recitals and that type of thing, you know, that's, that's life, you know, so for us and for entrepreneurs, especially in real estate, man, what a great opportunity we have to make our business fit the life we want to live and to have the luxury of prioritizing things the right way in our life and spending time you know, according to those priorities, you just, you really can't beat it. Yes. Well, um, one of the reasons why we wanted to get you back on, Matt, was to talk about a really cool project you're working on right now with uh, the one and only William Shatner. <clears throat> That's right. That's right. Incredible. Yeah. It's an awesome project. And let me say too, Alex, you know, last time I talked to you guys, it was like two years ago, your mic was so terrible and you sound so silky smooth now. So. Oh, I'm so, oh, that's so nice of you. <laughs> now, now I'm the one out of the three of us with the bad Silky mic. smooth. Wow. For the next podcast. You don't silky sound smooth. You don't sound that bad though, Matt. All right, good, good. Well, and, and you have a podcast of yourself, of your own, right? I do. I do. Yeah. But you guys, I think you guys sound better than I do. So I need to, I need to up my game and get the mics you guys have. <laughs> oh boy. He's gotta. Speaking of quality podcasts, 
Um, we've got a lot of reviews here. I mean, in the last couple months, guys, it's been awesome. We sure appreciate all of you leaving reviews. Check them out. What do they say? Well, let's read one or two of them. One of them was from the Rick, the real estate ruler. Super. (laughs) (laughs) I like that name. Sounds like a a wrestler. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. What a great name. Rick, the real estate ruler. Nice. (laughs) Let's see if he has anything nice to say. That's a definite wrestler name right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, It is. Super cool real estate show. Great show on the real estate investing uh, for the novice as well as seasoned investors. I like the laid back format as well as having the show transcribed, which we just started doing. If you any of you are interested in um, reading our show, we get them all transcribed now. I also like the free tools at at the end of every show. The only thing I do not like, uh oh, <clears throat> <laughs> did, we, did we lose a connection? <laughs> I think I'm having a problem with Skype. <laughs> <laughs> that's great i'll that's just skip good. that's I'll, real-time feedback I'll, I'll skip that part it says i listen to the show while i'm walking or running i never fail to get a good trip that i can implement trick or tip that i can implement right away cool. <laughs> that's so funny he, what he doesn't like is having to opt in for the free tools Oh, <laughs> how sad! Yeah. That's, that's terrible. Well, let me let me say too. If I ever meet uh, Rick, was it Rick the real Rick estate the ruler? real estate ruler? Yes. If I, if I meet him and he doesn't have some kind of face paint on or something like that, then I'm going to be really upset. I know, Rick. Rick, we love you. I'm actually going to leave a yes. Was this review helpful for Rick's review? There you that's go. Awesome. So he gets a star. <clears throat> I'll read one more. Uh, Wicked awesome. Justin buys houses. He says, I've been listening to you guys for a few years now, <clears throat> and it's taken me that long to figure out how to write a review. Wow. Uh-huh. Maybe we need to put a video on our page or something. You know, I, I used to have one my very, when we very first came out with it in 2011. Um, I got it somewhere. I love the stuff you guys are putting out there. Every time I listen to the podcast, I find a great piece of info I can implement into my business right away. Keep up the great work. God bless. Thanks, Justin. We appreciate that. Here's one more. I got to read this one more. I haven't read it yet, but we'll just see if it's good. Uh, the, <laughs> the most relevant wholesaling show still going strong. That's right. This is from good, good Vibes Mon. Good Vibes Mon. I've been exposed to wholesaling for about a year now. These guys, along with a few other podcasts, were all I listened to to educate my and motivate myself. Well, fast forward only one year, and just about everyone else has stopped making podcasts. <clears throat> Matt Andrews. <clears throat> ah. And Joe... <laughs> It's so true. <laughs> oh, we're having Skype problems again. Uh-oh. No. Uh, and Joe and Alex continue to go strong. The show is great for staying up to date with all the new tips and tricks that the best in the business are doing now. Also being brilliant at the basics. Thank you, guys. Keep the up-to-date content coming, and I'll adjust my strategy accordingly. Thank you, Mon. Good vibes, no Mon. No problem, Mon. Alex, you, you're where? I mean, not Alex. Uh, Matt, where where is your podcast? My podcast, uh, you can find it on iTunes, uh, same place I think as you guys are, and it's the Real Estate Freedom Podcast. And as you pointed out there, I've not been at it lately, so you can at this very moment you can conveniently download uh, year and a half old episodes, uh, <laughs> nice. many of which are they're still are, good. They're still they're, good. They're very relevant. Yeah, because what I you know the methods I talk about and teach and the people I've interviewed use um you know methods that we can still apply today for sure but we will be bringing that podcast back and i've got a a lot of guests in fact uh joe and alex both are going to be 
uh, a couple of guests uh, on the relaunch of the Real Estate Freedom Podcast. So uh, stay tuned for that. That'll be you know first uh, first part of next year. You'll see that coming back. So you can find me there. Everybody, write that down. That's right. Everybody Real Estate that. Freedom. And I did not I did not read that intentionally to give you a hard time, <laughs> but that was perfect. That was perfect. No, that's you're totally right. You're like right on the money for sure. So it's all good. I, uh, Matt, I saw you the other day in Phoenix. We were at a mastermind together. It was good to hang out. Congratulations yeah. on your new baby. Oh, thanks. Oh, man. how nice is that? Yeah, yeah, man. Good stuff. How old's the baby? She's nine months old, baby Penelope. Hey, I've got a, an, uh, I think he's getting close to 10 months. He was, um, February 17th. Oh, that's awesome, man. Congratulations to you, too. And when was your baby born? She was born on March 4th. Okay. Now, Matt, do you want to tell us any more about that, or should I just drop it? Um, <laughs> no, I, I, think, I think I'll probably be telling that story pretty soon on my podcast. So okay. Simple, All you know, right, we'll save it. We'll <laughs> just say that yeah, she's definitely been a blessing in our life, and uh, Joe definitely enjoyed talking with you when we were in Phoenix and yeah. getting some sage, some sage uh, father advice from you. So that, that uh, was very, uh, very appreciated and will continue to be appreciated because you guys are both ahead of me on that uh, on that adventure. So well, you've got an amazing story and I, I want to encourage people to go to your podcast to listen to that. It would be, it'd be really, really cool. I appreciate How many that. Kids I appreciate that. that. Yeah. She's, she's been awesome. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's been a, it's been a total blessing. Been able to really just stop for a little while and just, uh, relax and enjoy being in the moment with my wife and daughter lately and over the holidays and, uh, just really been enjoying that. So it's, it's been awesome. But like you said before, I have a lot of other projects going too. And, one of them is this project with William Shatner, Catch Me Up. That was a hint, hint, change the subject. That was a hint, hint. We're rambling a little bit. That's what we call a transition in the radio world. Boom. That was, that was smooth. That a was silky smooth transition. Like, like Alex's it. mic. <laughs> it, was, it was smooth until, until we all called it out. You know, it was really oh, yeah, all right, enough. Under the radar. That's all enough. right, let's get into it. So, Matt, okay, yeah, talk so, about William Shatner. I mean, this is a really cool project. It's called Catch Me Up. You, you've done this Kickstarter campaign. I, I actually saw this. I donated some money to it. I thought it was really, really cool. Got you on the phone. I said, let's talk about this. And, absolutely, um, man. It's absolutely. cool. And I saw your donation come through, and we, and we appreciate that. So I'll just give you a real quick snippet on it, and then I'll tell you where you guys can go and get more information uh, about this project. But basically, uh, William Shatner and his people – came to us. Um, they knew that I'd done a few crowdfunding campaigns. I've funded um, a film on Kickstarter and Indiegogo. We've done, uh, you know, funded some of our charity projects there. Uh, Joe, I know you know about the Jamaican Wheelchair Project. Yeah, don't and forget, you got to give us a website to that. I'll give, yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that in just a little bit. So we funded some charity projects on that. So they knew that I'd done some crowdfunding and they thought, you know, they were going to release a book with William Shatner called Catch Me Up, and what a cool way to release that book. Um, you know, They couldn't think of a cooler way than to engage the fans uh, themselves and actually let them be a part of really kind of you know the production of this book and the creation of it. So what Catch Me Up is is a book that William Shatner's written that is really geared towards and aimed towards the older set in our community. So the, the senior community and, and encouraging them to uh, embrace technology, to accept technology, to learn new technology and new skills, and basically to enrich their lives by doing that and then open up to new possibilities 
uh, at a later stage in life. So that could be just being more connected to people and your family or up to and including starting a new business at a, at a second stage in your life or something like that. And so it was a project he really was committed to and something he was really, really passionate about, but he wanted to do it and release it in a way that was in keeping with the spirit of the book. So he decided, hey, I want to embrace this new technology of crowdfunding and Kickstarter, and I'm going to go find somebody who kind of knows this world and can help me create the book through that medium. And that's really how it happened. He came to us and uh, we said, absolutely. Uh, you know, when, when Captain Kirk comes and asks you for something, what do you say? Aye, aye, sir. Yep. So <laughs> we, um, we jumped on board and really started helping him form that book and started doing the Kickstarter campaign. And, and that's going on currently right now. What is a website that people can go to to see that? Yeah, so the best place is go to catchmeup.com catchmeup.com. And what that's going to do, that's eventually going to be a full website that accompanies the book and has some free trainings and, you know, uh, kind of a community and social base aspect on that site. Uh, right now it redirects currently to the Kickstarter campaign page. So yeah. go to catchmeup.com. That'll take you right to the Kickstarter page. You'll see exactly where we're at currently. Um, you know, we're not trying to raise a, a ton of money. This is kind of a side project for for William Shatner, so we wanted to just raise a quick fifty thousand dollars to do the first printing of the book. Uh, so we're at you know uh, on a sixty-day campaign. We're thirty days in, so we're right at the halfway point today, and I think we're at eighty percent funded. So out of fifty thousand, we have uh, a little over forty thousand right now, yeah. and ten ten thousand left to hit our goal within the next thirty days, which we'll definitely do. So. Um, it's been a really cool, uh, project. It's had a lot of people reach out to us. We have a lot of cool partners that we can, you know, kind of take this forward with and a lot of opportunities. So that's kind of what's cool about Kickstarter and crowdfunding is that it just kind of, it gives your business or your, or your project, whatever it is, just a good, um, you know, lift in the beginning to kind of expose it to people that can then be strategic partners and help you grow that business on down the line. So it's definitely cool. It's been a lot of fun, and, and working with William Shatner himself, obviously, has been, a, has been an absolute blast. The reason I like this so much is because, I mean, I immediately think of my grandma and grandpa, right? The, William Shatner talks about here that uh, he's been unemployed over 400 times in his life. Obviously, show ends, a movie ends, he has to go get a new gig. Um, <clears throat> you know, he's still, I, I don't know if he has to work or not, but he probably just loves what he does. But he's had to reinvent himself over and over again to get hired by TV shows and producers and even by Priceline. I think he was over his over his 60s when he uh, started doing the commercials for Priceline. Isn't that right? right? Yeah, exactly. And that's it. You know, and the life of an actor, especially one like him, who's been in the business for I don't know, however many years since, you know, even before Star Trek, I think he was on Twilight Zone and some other you know, guest starring roles and stuff. So all, all of these roles having to play them and then they run for, you know, a year or two. You know, Star Trek only ran for two or three years. Wow. You know, originally. So, I mean, from, from the early 70s until late 70s when they actually brought it back and started making movies again, he was just doing a ton of, you know, one show here, one show there, one movie here, one movie there. Um, and he really did have to redefine himself. So an actor, a veteran actor, like like him knows what it takes and knows how you have to constantly stay on top of re kind of remaking yourself as you go along and that's that's what brought you know the the original idea to him for this book and he thought 
you know, I know how to reinvent myself. Let me teach somebody who maybe was doing a job for 30 or 40 years, got laid off or retired but wants to do something else. Let me show them how to reinvent themselves, how to embrace change and how to, uh, you know, really embrace the future and try new things. And it doesn't matter what age you are. And he's the perfect example of it at 83 years old. He's 83? 83. Wow. He's, you know, he, he doesn't look a day over no. 60. Yeah. And um, you talk to him like he's a 30 or 40 year old. He's super sharp, totally, you know, just right there with it. He's got a crazy work ethic. I mean, I've learned a lot just in the, the little bit of time I've spent with him personally. Crazy work ethic, hyper efficient. I was telling you this before, Joe, super efficient. I mean, what would take a lot of people two or three hours, he'll sit down and bang it out in 20 or 30 minutes. Boom, done. You know, wow. and just, I mean, he just does it. You know, he knows what he's doing, knows exactly how to flip the switch when he needs to. So watching somebody like that is great for me as an entrepreneur and as an investor and, you know, watching somebody who has, has so carefully refined what he does so that everything he does is exponentially efficient. And that's, uh, that's just motivating for me as a business owner. Well, one of the things that we're going to play the interview um, after our little introduction, our short introduction here, <laughs> uh, we're going <laughs> to our brief, efficient introduction. We're going to play the interview that you did with him in our podcast. But I thought this was really good, even for people in real estate, because um, there's a lot of people out there over their 50s who want to get involved in real estate. <clears throat> Maybe they've been laid off. They feel like they it's too late for them to catch up. Uh, they feel like they're in the second half of their life and they need to reinvent themselves and they're trying to figure out this real estate thing. And they hear us talking on the podcasts or on YouTube or in these webinars that we do about all this technology and how we're utilizing virtual assistants and Podio and websites and YouTube, and it can be overwhelming to people. I thought this was a really good applicable book to even people that are interested in getting in real estate. Can you explain that a little bit, Matt? Yeah, it, it absolutely is. You know, I mean, especially with, you know, a lot of realtors in, in the, you know, in the realtor world, we see people not embracing technology sometimes, but at the brokerage level or at the corporate level, just, you know, we, we all kind of snicker about the realtors that still use the fax machines and, you know, stuff like that. They just haven't embraced new technology. And, you know, we as investors, if, we're, if you're a real estate investor listening to this, you're an entrepreneur. You know, and the only thing that stands between you and whatever it is you're trying to accomplish is the knowledge and the tools properly applied, right? So if we're shutting ourselves off from new tools, from new technology, from new things that can make us more efficient – um, then we're closing ourselves off from the possibilities. And so I think this does. I think Catch Me Up does apply to uh, real estate investors, um, you know, whether you are a senior or not, just learning new tools. And many times we fight against that. You know, we're afraid to bring some new tool or change something systemically in our business. And we can't be afraid to do that. We've got to embrace that change if it really makes us more efficient. And anything that can stretch our time and stretch our abilities, any kind of technology, uh, employees, any, anything, anything that we utilize to make us more efficient is something we need to do. And that's, that's the spirit of Catch Me Up. And with William Shatner as the spokesman, it's perfect because he resisted, and he talks about this, he resisted technology for a long time, and he suffered because of it. And he kind of talks about that in, on the Kickstarter page and in the interview. Um, he was disconnected from people he loved because... He didn't really like emailing, you know, and he didn't like, he didn't even like leaving voicemails. You know, he wanted to either get somebody on the phone or not. 
then he realized he hadn't talked to his granddaughter in like three years, you know, because he didn't text and he didn't leave voicemails and he didn't email, you know. So for him, it was a personal experience to embrace that technology uh, first, you know, for his own personal use and then really in his business and in marketing his own brand, the Shatner brand, he realized uh, I can't close myself off from from Skype and from using, you know, my phone to the ability that it has and from doing a Kickstarter and, you know, trying new media and getting on Twitter and all these things that he's done over the last few years now. And so I think it applies to all of us, you know, at whatever age, um, you know, Podio, Joe is something you really figured out. You, you know how to use that, but that's something that, you know, a lot of people are intimidated by and it's hard when you first learn something new, but you know, what what do people say to you, Joe, after they're already set up and have been using it for six months? What do they then start saying? Well, they love it. It's so much better, right? It's easier. It was uncomfortable for a month or two. It was tough or whatever it was. And then they received the benefits from it, right? Right. Well, the other thing, too, I think, is William Shatner has learned how to leverage other people who are good at that stuff, right? He doesn't right. need to be the expert who knows 100% of everything in each of all of this technology. But he has learned to find people like you. Who can help him with the Kickstarter stuff? He can, exactly. He can, he can leverage other people to help him get what he needs. Absolutely, he gets the right team together to accomplish what he's trying to accomplish. And uh, yeah, I, no, obvious obvious benefit or obvious uh, comparisons we can make there in real estate, right? Because uh-huh. none of us, Alex, Joe, you know, myself, none of us can do what we do, flipping properties or whatever, without good members on our team that we delegate and outsource things to. That's for sure. Yeah. Very good. So in this book, he actually interviews other people over 50 that lost their jobs, been downsized, replaced with younger people that were more tech advanced, more tech skilled, but who actually fought back and won. And he talk a little bit about that in the book, would you? Yeah. So he, he sat down with a number of people who started, most of them started businesses uh, late in life. Uh, they had been laid off, replaced by somebody younger, um, or you know, a business had been, you know, just, they'd just been put out of business, you know? Um, and he sat down and really kind of talked about that, that process specifically about the process of how they redefine themselves. I mean, one guy was a guy who worked in the boating industry for years. And then basically his business was, he was put out of business basically by a competitor and he had to close up shop, but he had to do something. And he eventually landed on of all things, alpaca farming and actually selling alpaca fur, which huh. is apparently really, uh, I, don't, I don't know, not my thing. I haven't done much research, but apparently it can be very lucrative if you know how to deal in alpacas, right? So things like that. So a guy who had done something his entire life, completely pivoted, shifted, started his own company later in life and then had massive success doing that. Um, there was a, a woman, and I can't recall her name right now, but you can see her on the Kickstarter page who started uh, a gardening business uh, in her mid-60s, you know, having worked a corporate, uh, you know, a higher management position in in a corporation for years and years and years, completely shifted, redefined herself and started a small business late in life that flourished because, you know, she didn't accept what most people would think that she couldn't do it. You know, she said, I can do this. I can, I can learn some new things and this old dog can learn some new tricks and I can try something new and, and it really, uh, really worked for her. So on that Kickstarter page, you can see three or four uh, brief snippets of interviews that Shatner did with some of those people. And those interviews were really what provided the, the base for what became Catch Me Up. Uh, we then, you know, 
kind of came in with him and created some of the technology side of it. So we tell the inspirational stories, you know, that he brought to us. And then together with him, we wrote some technical training uh, to get people started on the right path to, to embracing technology and what it can do for them. Well, that's the cool thing because in this book, you're pointing people to a different website where they can actually get some help, get some training on technology, right? Exactly. Yeah. When the, when the Kickstarter is over, um, January 19th is when it ends. And when that's fully funded, uh, at that time, we'll, we'll then actually produce the book and we'll finish creating the website, which will have trainings that you can access. So anybody that buys the book will have links and access to different free trainings and um, some social aspects to in the, uh, in the, on catchmeup.com. So that'll be really cool and it'll be a cool compliment to that book. So there will be definitely ongoing education that you can get through this program. It's pretty fascinating to think about. I mean, I am almost 41. Can you believe that? And sometimes I look and think, You're 40, Joe? Yeah. Oh, my. I know. I I look like I'm 20. (laughs) And I act like I'm 20 sometimes. (laughs) No, but, uh, yeah, so I'm thinking, (laughs) what's so funny? No, it's it's all good. It's just funny. We've never met. You know, most people don't know that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but have you guys met each other? I can introduce you to sometime. That'd be great. Yeah, we need to get a hangout sometime. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Joe, Alex, I think you guys would get along. <laughs> we might. And we know it's just hard. You got little young kids, and it's hard enough to travel as it is. I just got back from a workshop with one of my mentors, uh, Claude Diamond. Him and I did the workshop together in Hawaii, and it was a total blast. Um, but here's a guy who, you know, I won't tell you how old he is, but um, he, he looks like and he acts like he's 10, 20 years younger than he really is. Um, and Claude's just a really master. And I think we can learn a lot from the elder generations. Um, we can learn a lot from them. And, and uh, they, in, in many ways, they had it harder than we do. And um, it's there's a lot that we can learn from them. We shouldn't dismiss them, and no, just because absolutely. they don't have the technology that we do. No, and that's something too that that you know William Shatner really talks about. We talked about this personally, you know, when we were talking, working on the project as well as we actually put it in the in the video and in some other advertising that we did. But he talks about how there really is no substitute for good life experience. Yep. And there's no tool, no matter how good it is, no technology out there that's going to bridge the gap of life experience. You know, so you might have somebody who's 20 years old and who knows how to work every gadget imaginable and is really good at certain parts of their job. There's going to be there're going to be certain things that somebody who's 50 or 60 or or older can bring. Um, that only life experience brings, you know, and, you know, I'm 38 years old, Joe, you know, obviously you're, you're much older than Alex thought you were. You're 41. Uh, Almost. Alex, I don't know how old you are, but you're somewhere probably in that mix. Well, you know, we have some life experience at, at the, by the time we're 50, 60, 70 years old, we have that much more. And if we know, if we learn and keep up with technology as we grow older, um, we'll still be able to utilize that life experience you know if we don't have the tools to communicate that life experience in a way that you know that part of our society gets a little shut off and closed off and that's that's what catch me up is about trying to uh keep that from happening trying to keep the older generation connected because we vitally need Mm -hmm. the benefit of their life experience 
Well, it, it also has to do with in this workshop that we did in Hawaii, we talked a lot about lease. Um, we talked a lot about um, sales, sales skills. Claude has a good course. I'm going to be interviewing him real soon again for the podcast. Um, he's really good at <clears throat> learning, teaching how to uh, negotiate and close deals over the phone. And it's one thing to have all the technology in the world and get your phone to ring. But that still won't get you deals. What gets you deals is sales skills and learning how to talk to sellers and learning how to negotiate and, and build that rapport and ask for the deal and not be afraid to close. And a lot of times the younger generation I see struggling with that. I do. Um, but the, the, I would think the older generation, people that have done a lot of deals, been around since the 80s when – you know, when faxes came out, and that was the greatest, latest, and greatest technology, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's something we can learn from them on scale skills and how to uh, influence people and how to have friends and how to, uh, to close the, the art of closing a deal and negotiating. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think it's always the people that know how to negotiate interpersonally that will put together the real deals that, that really, truly – leverage uh-huh. their abilities, you know, more so than any technical skill or, or tool that you could ever use. So, you know, the, the, what we're really saying here is you, you got to have both. You know, we need to understand the new technology. We need to understand tools that we can leverage. But um, but that is nothing if we don't have uh, some negotiation ability, you know, and some ability to, to communicate effectively with people. And like you said, sitting down there with those distressed sellers and, and actually having a real give and take and getting those deals done, that's an art. And that's an art that comes with experience. And uh, there's really no substitute for that life experience. All right, good. So we're going to play the uh, interview you did here with William Shatner. It's about 10, 15 minutes long, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He goes into a lot of detail about you know, why he wanted to do, to do this, why he cares about it. So I think you guys will really enjoy hearing it. And uh, after it's over, go to catchmeup.com, and if it's something you guys are interested in, love to have anybody's support there. It's uh, really easy. You can choose. Um, you know, I, I didn't see what you got, Joe, but I know you can choose. You know, a digital copy of the book, or a paperback, or a hardback. We have T-shirts. We have the ability to, you know, buy. Uh, you can actually get as a reward autographed copies of the book. Uh, you can come hang out with William Shatner at the book release party, get pictures, and hang out with the captain himself. There's all different kinds of incentives there. So check it out. If you guys like the project, we'd love to have your support. And you can see all that at catchmeup.com. Yeah, we'll have a link to that in the show notes as well. Real quick, though, Matt, I wanted to talk about your wheelchair mission um, uh, charity that you have. Yeah. You know, we, we, we talked about it in our last episode. It's still going strong. I'm really happy to hear that. Mention it real quick, would you? Yeah, thank you, man. And Joe, you were one of our early supporters of that a couple of years back when we were really getting that off the ground. And so, so thank you once again for, for bringing that up. Uh, so the website for our Jamaican wheelchair project is called jawmobility.com. That's J-A-M-O-B-I-L-I-T-Y, jawmobility.com, like Jamaican mobility. And basically, in a nutshell, what we do there is each year, it's not a huge charity, but it's a charity we help start. And um, we take 600 wheelchairs that we have manufactured overseas, brought over to Jamaica in pieces. And then um, me and my wife and, and a volunteer team of about 20 to 25 people go down each year. We assemble the wheelchairs. Uh, we literally uh, find the people that need them. We deliver those wheelchairs to them. We pick them up off the ground and we give them 
the gift of mobility. And we're able to do that at a cost of, I believe we're at $78 a wheelchair uh, from the production all the way to when somebody is sitting benefiting from that wheelchair. So, you know, we commit to doing at least 600 of those a year. And uh, hopefully by, you know, 2015, 2016, we'll, we'll get it up to maybe even a thousand or more wheelchairs a year. And um, that's something we feel really strongly about. And that's why we that's why we do what we do in real estate. So we can actually take the time to go find opportunities like this uh, that we feel like really help somebody and really make the world a better place. So a uh, very cool project and would love to have anybody on board to, uh, to help us with that. That's really good. We'll have that in the show notes as well. But again, it's J-A-M-O-B-I-L-I-T-Y, jawmobility.com. I think it's really awesome what you're doing there. And yeah, you go to the website, you see the pictures and, um, that's cool. People down there can't afford these things. They can't, and they and getting them there is you know they can't make them there. So getting them there and shipping cost alone is hundreds of dollars, you know, to get a wheelchair from the states even. So uh, it's vitally needed, and um, it it really is helping a lot of people. And I think if we keep this up over the next you know fifteen twenty years, uh, we might be able to to really go a long way to eradicating immobility in that entire country because it's not that big of a country and uh, we're making a dent already. So very, very cool stuff. And thank you, Joe, for, for letting me uh, mention that again. Cool. All right, guys. We love, uh, love having guests like Matt on the show. And um, maybe we'll have you on again in a few months when we talk about some more internet marketing stuff for investors. Awesome. I love it. Anytime. Cool. Hey, thanks, Alex. Thanks for getting a new thank mic. Thank you, Matt. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Always good to hear your voice, Alex. And um, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you and Joe have met now. And yeah. uh, I'm glad you know how old he is. Right. Yes. Hey, thanks again, Matt. <laughs> All right. Enjoy the interview, guys. All right. See you guys at Real Estate Investing Mastery. And we'll talk to you later. Listen to the interview. Pay attention. This is good stuff. And buy this book for your family. All right. All right. See you guys. See you guys. See ya. Hi guys, Matt Andrews here with the one and only William Shatner, and today we're talking about his new book, Catch Me Up. Thank you for being here with us today. Thank you, Matt. Where yeah. am I? Where are we? Yes, I don't know. The floor is green and the, and the walls are black, so I'm not sure where we are. But let me ask you, just starting out, what was it that gave you the idea to write this book? What inspired you to write Catch Me Up? We know that in the, um, in the downsizing economy that took place uh, just a short while ago, uh, a lot of people lost their jobs mm. and are getting the, a lot of uh, employment is, is back. But what is not back uh, to its former capacity are the people over the age of 50 mm. who are looking to, uh, to, to get work and are having difficulty getting work. And the reason they're having difficulty is their needs are more than the younger people coming into the workforce. They are mature, they have responsibilities, they, they need more money, and the employers, uh, in some cases, are reluctant to, to pay that. And so there are a large group of people over the age of 50 who are having trouble getting back into the job market. My premise on the book is hire yourself. You have a list of skills, you have a list of things that you can do, hire yourself. But in order to do that, you've got to catch up right. to the technology that exists today that people like myself go, what? Where do you press? What button? And, and uh, It's too much. Right. And, I, and I'm not going to do it because I'll show how ignorant I am. It's not that difficult. Mm. Catch Me Up is a book that rallies people to saying, look, 
you can employ yourself, and here's how you can employ yourself with the new technology today, and it's not that difficult. It's actually, if you know the right things to do, it's simple. And here's how you do it. And we have a website that goes along with that technological assist, but in order to do that, you get the book and you can promote yourself uh, as long as you catch up to the existing technology. That's great. And one of the phrases I heard in the book over and over again was, you are not done yet. So no matter what age you are, there's still something that you can do and you can take on new enterprises, new things at, at whatever age. Uh, exactly. At whatever age you are, as long as you can speak, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> even whisper, <laughs> great. you can do something. And you sat down and talked with a number of people. Well, that I you interviewed did. For this you book. know, I, I just gathered people around, looked for people that, mm -hmm. uh, uh, that uh, were an example of how to be an entrepreneur. And I spoke to them at great length. I spoke to them about what they wanted to do, what they, how they did it. Mm -hmm. and, and each person was unique in the way uh, they went about uh, doing it, about mm -hmm. employing themselves. Any particular stories that stick out to you? Well, uh, so many. A guy did a coffee uh, plantation, and he was a, a banker. But there was a guy in the Marine, and I don't know why this resonated more, almost more than anybody else, but there was a guy in the Marine shop. He loved to sail. He, was, he had a sailboat. Mm -hmm. And his family was out, I think it was Portland, and, and, he, and, he, and he had uh, the ability to get on the ocean. He loved it, and he worked in the marine store, but he wasn't satisfied mm. with it. And one day, a guy comes in, another man comes in, and he wants a marine rope, and a lot of it. And so uh, our potential entrepreneur says, well, what do you want the rope for? And the guy says, I'm, I'm, uh, I've got an alpaca farm. I says, an alpaca, alpaca. <laughs> and What is that? So the gentleman describes what the alpacas are and what they do. Those are like llamas or something. Like yeah, that. alpaca yeah. and llamas are, are in the same family. Mm -hmm. so, so the man explains that alpacas have this hair that can be commercially uh, available mm -hmm. and, and sell for a price. And then you can sell alpacas to people who want to start their own farm. Mm -hmm. So the marine guy in the marine shop says... That sounds like what I want to do. Hmm. And he and his wife go out to, inland to see about alpacas, decides that's what, leaves the marine shop hmm. and, and starts off in this new business of alpacas and makes a success of it. There you go. How he did it and why he did it and where he did it is one example in the book uh, that I use to demonstrate that what you need is ambition. Hmm. And from there on, you can get all kinds of technical help. Sure. And so he wasn't satisfied with what he was doing in his life at the time and, and made a change at a time when most people are afraid to make a change. Exactly. And that's really what the thrust of your book is about, is that's that right. you can do that whenever you want to at any age. So right. let me... So even if you're employed and you mm -hmm. want to change a job or you don't have a job and want to get a job, this is one way of approaching it. Sure. And you're not limited. And having that mindset that you can do that is really what the central theme of that book is. Well, the central, yeah, exactly. The central theme of the book is that. But the core questions are interesting. Like, what do you want to do? Mm. What, is, what makes you happy? Mm. If what you want to do makes you happy, why not take this journey making yourself happy. I've never understood why people retire. Hmm. 
what is that? Right. I'm retiring to do what? To go fishing? Fishing's nice sure. for a weekend, mm. but then Monday rolls around and you're still fishing. I don't. I, I, that's not my taste. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that and that leads into another question I'd like to ask you. I mean, at this point in your career, you're as busy as ever. I mean, busy. you have new projects going all the time. Yes. You're constantly trying new things, yes. uh, new entrepreneurial activities. Yes. What is it that makes you wake up in the morning and say, I want to try these new things? How, why are you invigorated well, to do that? Because I have the opportunity to do it. Mm-hmm. I was given the opportunity to write this book, for example. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm very conversant with being unemployed. An actor, every time he finishes a job, mm-hmm. a week, a month, Six months. You're on a big motion picture, and you work for six months. Right. You're on a series, and you go five years. Mm. Frequently, what happens is you, people recognize you for that movie or that series, mm. and they don't hire you for a long time. You're unemployed. Mm. You're walking around like anybody else who's unemployed, wondering where the next job is. Right. All my life. I thought, I'm not going to wait around. I'm going to make my own work, whether it's acting or writing or directing or, or other things. I'm mm. designed to watch. I'm designing a motorcycle. I'm doing webisodes. I'm doing, uh, I, I'm doing a lot of other things that are related to creativity. Right. But I don't want to be uh, unemployed. Mm. And that's my motivation in, in doing these various things. Because I'm given the opportunity, and I, I, I'm trying to grasp it. Absolutely, and that's an inspiration to other people that are in those same areas that need to redefine themselves or have a second act and, and can go now and, and, and do that. And you're the inspiration for that, and that's well, what this book is about. I yes, love that. That's yes, fantastic. Really. Now, this book you are launching on Kickstarter, which is a great example of trying a new thing or doing something different in your career. Uh, let's talk about you know Kickstarter and what a cool opportunity that is for you to engage your friends and fans to let them be a part of it. Right. So you know, first, at first glance, I thought, no, I'm not going to do Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. It's uh, banking on my name to raise money, and I, it, 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 it's sort of not my, my taste. Mm. But upon further reflection, I thought, I'm asking people in the book to use people like, entities like Kickstarter to start their own business. You can raise money on your own, your own money, Mm -hmm. your relatives' money, or uh, banks or Kickstarter. So I thought, why not sell this book the way I'm advocating you sell yourself in the book? So I'm using the book's techniques to sell the book. You're your own case study, really. Yeah. Perfect example. If you right. were ever to write another book, I'd write a book on how this book was sold. Mm-hmm. So we're starting off in Kickstarter because you on Kickstarter are investing in this book, but you get a book. Right. So I'm not, you know, I'm giving something of value for, uh, for value given. And if you wish to go further along, we have further further prizes for you. Absolutely. That's fantastic. And so, guys, go to kickstarter.com, type in Catch Me Up, and you can see all the details about this campaign that's going on right now, a really, really cool project. Now, ideally, somebody buys the Catch Me Up book, reads it, and is inspired. What would be the best possible outcome for them? What would you like for them to be able to accomplish? Well, first of all, they read the book, Mm -hmm. and they're advised to go to kickstarter.com. Right. So they go to the website, and there... This technical genius 
Matt, <laughs> you will give them advice on how to do exactly what we're advocating, right. how to make a website, how to get on the social media, how to do all these technological things that at first glance are overwhelming to me. Sure. Overwhelming at first. The kids, 25 and, and younger, Facebook, Twitter, uh, all those uh, social media uh, that are burgeoning, mm. it's as natural as picking up the telephone is to us. Right. But the people over 25, especially the people over 50, it's not. Mm. It's foreign. Like intimidating. You, it's intimidating. Yeah. What button do you push? I, I don't know. I'll make a fool of myself. Mm. You won't make a fool of yourself. And we, you, on the website, uh, advise them on how to do it. Great, great. And, you know, you told me at one point that you resisted technology, and you even said that in the Kickstarter video that for a while you didn't even have an email account. Right. Your grandkids had to teach you how to use Facebook. Talk about, you know, why you resisted technology and then what kind of made you embrace it and how that's changed your life. Well, for the, I resisted it for the very reason I just said. You feel like an idiot. Mm. You know, you... You, uh, you don't like feeling like an idiot? I, no, it's the familiar feeling of feeling that day, and I want to get rid of it. Right, yeah. um, I, I, I just, uh, I don't know how to do that. And it's, uh, uh, I don't know. I, rather, I kept saying, why email? Why are you emailing? Mm. Why don't you pick up the phone and say hello? And the warmth of the tone of the voice. And if you say, if you email, I love you, it's not the same as, hey, sure. I love you. It's not. Right. But by the same token... You can say I love you, and get on with other things that you have to do. So it's a, a, a it's a quicker means of, of 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 communication, right? And it doesn't have to mean any less, although it's not as warm as a human voice, which will never be uh, uh, the place will never be taken. Sure. But these modern things are useful, and more and more useful as they become more and more humanized. Sure. Especially for people who are looking to redefine themselves at a later stage in life, knowing these things and being up on some of this new technology, not being an expert, but just being up to date. Yeah, well, there was a lady in the book, a lady who uh, was doing gardening and she needed some mulch and she found some mulch in Japan. And, and uh, Before she knew it, she had a million dollar industry hmm. importing mulch. Wow. All on, on, uh, on, on uh, social media, all on wow. the website. It's amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. It's an amazing story. So it's, it's a story that you've got to read to understand what she had done and where she went with it and how you, you can do the same. Absolutely. So catch me up. And the reason I love this project so much is because it does speak to the people who want to just learn something simple like how to Skype with their grandchildren. But it also speaks to people who might want to start a new business at 60 or 70 years old. See, if you Either could, way. If you could Skype with your grandchildren... If you can look in and say, hi, uh, Natasha, how are you? Mm. Uh, you can say to a new customer, hi, uh, Mr. Jones, uh, I've got your product right here. Mm -hmm. It's as simple as that. Sure. And you get that personal touch, and that's what salesmanship is all about anyway. That's great. Lastly here, talk to the people who feel like they're useless at this point in their life, like they have nothing left to contribute. What do you have in the way of giving them some sort of inspiration to say that that is not? I know that's what the thrust of the book is, but speak to them directly right now. Everybody, everybody has a dream. And some are fulfilled and some are unfulfilled. 
And I guess we're addressing those people who have unfulfilled dreams. I could have been, I might have done, had I turned left instead of right, I could. And they're, they feel, have a sense of hopelessness, and that's the end of life, and this is, uh, this is the way it ends. And is that all there is? Mm. Doesn't have to be that's all there right. is. It's a mindset. Absolutely a mindset. Yeah. The other part of that is like living in the moment and taking it moment by moment. And if you have a dream and you just say, I'm going to take the first step, whatever that is, the second, the third, maybe somewhere along those steps is this book, Catch yeah. Me Up, to see how other people did it and maybe you can do it too. That's great. I'm excited about Catch Me Up. I'm excited about the movement and how many people it's going to inspire. Guys, go to kickstarter.com, type in Catch Me Up. This campaign is live right now. It's an exciting project. It's going to help a lot of people. Uh, A lot of people my age want it for their parents and their grandparents and other family members. It's going to really change a lot of lives. And I just appreciate the time that you spent with us today, Mr. Shatner. I'm delighted. Thank you for being part of this project and for being the inspiration for writing this book. I think it's going to have a a great impact on a lot of people. So we really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.